This is Soccer Pilgrim, the podcast dedicated to soccer and travel, where each stadium is shrine and its fans delay people. For the traveler, it is another culture to explore. Welcome to the Soccer Pilgrim podcast with Jason Kim. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Soccer Pilgrim podcast. I'm your host, Jason Kim, or Jisoo Kim, as a lot of people have come to know me by. Or you can call me Jason Jisoo Kim, whatever. Jason Jisoo Kim is probably more host, uh, all-encompassing of my name, if you will. And this is a special episode because I just checked the calendar, and I also checked the first the date of when I first started this podcast. And on this day is the one-year anniversary of my podcast. January 13, 2021 is when I started this podcast. And I I guess this episode is about, you know, this one-year journey of uh, starting a podcast in 2021. And I got to say, it's uh, it feels like I've, it feels a long time. It feels like a long time. Usually when we think of a year, we don't think of it as a long time. We think of it as, you know, it's only been a year. But I'm 42 episodes deep. And this will be my 43rd. And it's kind of surreal. I never thought I would continue doing this, to be honest. Uh, something, uh, a part of me felt like I was just going to get bored and stop doing this podcast. So I thought for this episode, I'll just talk about the past year of doing this podcast. And where it, had to, where it has led me and where I see this going in the next in the next year or in the next five years or in the next 10 years. Who, who knows? Uh so I guess the first thing is I'm going to be honest with you and honest with myself. If I can make this into a career, uh, monetize it, make money out of this and, you know, become known as a professional podcaster the same way as radio people get to know are known as, you know, professional radio people. Then this is what I want to do. Of course, uh, I mean, I've been compliments. People have complimented me on my voice and people have always said that I should do a podcast. And I thought, why not start it? And this is really how this podcast started, because it came from different friends from different social circles kind of suggest suggesting and pressuring me to start a podcast if this is going to sound self-indulgent it's cathartic uh then yes it is going to be of course (laughs) as most podcasts are really and i guess let's start with soccer pilgrim uh the first episode the pilot is one of the most listened episodes i have so far and i thought uh, revisit sort of that pilot and I listened to it and and I thought by that t- you know that time of the year I thought by this time of this year a year from then I would be able to travel and really start going to song games and it's kind of untrue I mean I still could I mean I still could if I wanted to deal with all the COVID restrictions but uh, it's tricky and I, I realized that I need to pivot my content if you will you know, how do I make this still a travel podcast without traveling? How do I make this into, um, yeah, I, yeah, I guess that's the best way of putting it. How do I continue making a podcast that's about travel and soccer without actually traveling or being unable to? So, yeah, so it be- I guess in a way it became more of a, it became more of an intellectual exercise of discovering these cultures from afar by doing a lot of research, by going online and learning about it. I thought, I thought that the most pilgrim-esque, uh, season of this episode was the euros where i decided to talk about each venue and each country uh that is participating in the euros well not each country rather but specifically talking about the soccer scene of each host city so for example budapest the capital of hungary how did hungary contribute to world soccer or european soccer 
and the research that I mean, if anyone who is a soccer fan understands and knows the Ferenc Puskas award and understand who Ferenc Puskas is, I'm probably destroying his name. But uh, you you know that he was in his time one of the best soccer players on the planet, alongside what Alfredo Di Stefano. Uh, those two played at Real Madrid together, and those two guys were literally superstars. And Hungary in the '50s was, you know, one of the best countries in the world in soccer. So, and to me, it's still in my head that I would like to visit a game in Budapest or in Hungary somewhere. But I also understand that the the ultras in Hungary and most of Eastern Europe are really sketch. So some of these games could be really intense and sketchy. So it's best to go with a guide. But that being said, uh, that's kind of the most pilgrimesque thing I've done so far on this podcast. And hopefully in the future, I would like to actually go to these games, whether it's in Europe or here in North America, go to these games and then sort of report back on this podcast and talk about it. And then if I go with a friend, then we'll just talk about our experiences and go over that. I mean, the, this last season of Arsenal, I talked with all these Arsenal fans who only one of them or two of them have been to an Arsenal game. Uh, but the majority or most of them have never been to London, except for the one guy who is from London, Ben Green. But everyone else... N- I mean, no, Ganji's been to London, but most of the people have never been to London. And so, especially as an international fan, what is that like? It's kind of like talking to a devout Muslim who's never been able to perform Hajj or do uh, do the pilgrimage to Mecca. And talk to them, what is that like? What is that yearning like, wanting to do this? Uh, you know, supporting something or devoting to something from afar for a mar- large part of your life, but... But being unable to for economic reasons or time constraints, what what have you. So I thought maybe for this podcast, I can give a voice to those people who do want to do this kind of pilgrimage to the Emirates, but were never able to. And I was like, getting tickets to Arsenal is so hard. It's I, tr- I tried. It's not easy. This is before COVID. And this, yeah, it was not easy. It's sort of like a random, it was against like a Wolverhampton that wasn't even that good at the time. So... I mean, tells you a lot, but maybe they, maybe they, maybe they actually are easy to come by. I was just going, I was just going through the wrong channels. Who knows? But, but the soccer pilgrim. I think the one thing that has what it brought me was, it brought me to a greater community of people I didn't realize existed. I think that's the one thing that really took has taken me aback from this season, uh, from this year of just doing podcasts. Uh, you know, I've connected with Derby Magazine, and. And I guess they say the rest is history. And it's only been a year since I've been with Derby Magazine. Well, I mean, I, I was with them since February. But, like, I feel like this was these are people that I've known for much longer. There's a f- level of familiarity with them that I find very uncanny. I feel like these were people I've known far longer. And to, to say that I've only known them for a year, it feels kind of weird. But I think it's because the moment I met them, specifically with AK and Tugwa, and then later on with the entire team with Mitch, Ryan, and Ketsia, I, I, I just, it just clicked. I, I, I genuinely enjoy their company. I, feel, I felt almost immediately comfortable around them. That these were people who were like-minded soccer fans who all wanted to do the same thing, is make a living through the sport and talk about it and, and share the passion of the game with others and to become a voice of, all, of other people who have the same passion for the game as well who might not be content creators or who may be creating things, but not through this medium, but through, you know, taking pictures, making videos uh, or making music, what have you, or may, or doing fashion like uh, like ringleaders. And it was crazy that through these six people, I've connected to a bigger and greater community. And I just find that fantastic. And it's and also being a 
podcast producer and co-host of the of the Darby cast has kind of connected me to a greater community online like my you know my Instagram followers and the people I've always followed more people than have followers of course like most people and I think when I started I was maybe at like six seven hundred and then now it's gone to eight hundred and I'm seeing this this growth I'm not here to brag but it's like this growth had nothing to do with people you know becoming famous it's just a genuine mutual connection with like-minded people who love soccer the same same way as I do and they talk about it the same way as I do and view it the same way as I do and I find that amazing you know I never thought this was a thing here in Canada and and not all of these people I follow and follow back are in the, are in Canada. They're also in the states, and I just I think it's really cool. And it's um, like I said, I thought this was a thing, a community that only existed in Europe, not here. And to find it here, it's 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 awesome. And this all had to do with spending one year on a podcast, and and being a part of Darbycast. I just thought it was um, I loved it. It's you know being with AK and Tugwa it was been it's been such a blast. It's been so much fun. There's been learning curves, but what I love about them is that we are learning together as we move. And these are highly talented guys. You know these dudes are amazing photographers, and also charismatic personalities. There's there's sessions in the Derby Cast where I sit there and I just watch them talk, and I'm like, man, these guys are funny. These guys are really funny. Maybe it's a Toronto thing. I don't know, but I'm just. I just feel so vanilla next to them at times, you know, <laughs> but they're, and they're incredible. They've, um, they make me feel very, very welcomed. And I, and I love that, you know, it's, uh, like I said, all this happened in a year and I felt like a lot has happened in a year and I've written a, a story for them in issue one of Darby magazine. And a lot of people loved it. A lot of people reached out to me and said, Hey, we read it. We thought it was what you wrote was beautiful. And I was like, amazing. Uh, they they enjoyed it, and I hope the next edition coming out, they'll love it as much as well. Uh, I you know I I wrote a story about ringleaders and Angelo Destunis, and it's uh, I I'm happy with it. Obviously, like I'll be honest, everything I make, even with this podcast episode or any podcast episode, anything I write, I feel like it could be better. It's never good enough, but that's just me. Uh, <laughs> and 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 now I'm just uh, it feels good. It definitely feels good because before this podcast, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I, I I knew I wanted to create something. There was a creative edge to me. I just didn't know what channel to to use, and this became that. And I think it's uh, yeah, I just think it's it's been it's been a blast. It's been an incredible journey this past year, and I want to keep going. And through the Derby Cast, you know, you and through Derby Magazine, I've met other people. Actually, before I get to that, it was funny that the first time I met. The rest of the Darby magazine or the Darby fam, uh, it was for the magazine launch in August. And when I finally, uh, we've only spoken to each other through WhatsApp, Slack, and Zoom, and to finally all see each other, see each other's faces, and just you know, even like hold, like hug each other, it was just like this is so surreal. I was like, this is so cool, and it was a blast. It was just amazing. I just, um, I felt like these are people that I shouldn't be apart or away from you know so yeah <laughs> and that that uh, magazine launch was amazing it was so much fun i had such a good time and and it was through that magazine launch i finally got to meet the guys from footy culture you know another podcast collective of guys in, in toronto who uh i think they're all italian and they've been incredibly supportive and their content is amazing and i love listening to them because it just sounds like the way i talk with my friends about soccer and it's like it's you know they 
and and also the this podcast studio looks amazing and also there's the passion that they communicated meeting those guys was really cool and now meeting professional players on club de foot montreal and that's a blast as well i'm starting to meet these guys i'm starting to exchange numbers and actually become friends with some of them and it's uh i never thought this would ever happen and uh, it's it's um it's kind of it's kind of weird <laughs> not gonna lie because uh, these are things i would just think about and be like oh it'd be nice if this were to happen but now it's actually happening and and also now that this podcast is a part of an actual darby or an actual podcast network the darby the darby podcast network and uh, like and we hope to add more people into this network. And I thought it would be really cool. And I think it will happen in the next year that we'll add maybe one more podcast to the network. And it would be super awesome if we did to make this thing grow. And and then through Ketia, I made other, I made another photographer in Montreal, uh, Audrey, who, you know, she's a f- photographer, takes a lot of pictures at uh, Impact Games. I call them Impact. Well, you know, Club de Foot Games. And she's also very good friends with a lot of the players and as she's very well known within the Montreal soccer community and culture and getting to know her was really awesome as well and she's been lovely and nice and just really open and inviting very inviting that's the key word very inviting and she's uh she invited me to a huge futsal tournament in Laval and she told me about it once I remember when she was shooting me for the Derby magazine uh first edition she told me about this uh Futsal tournament that she organizes every year. She has people driving in from Toronto, Ottawa, Quebec City for this tournament. I thought, okay, cool. And I thought she'd forget about me because I remember saying, oh, invite me because I would love to come watch. And she was like, yeah, yeah, I'll invite you. Then she actually did. She said, hey, you should come through. Uh, we need someone to like kind of like vlog and film. Honestly, I, I I did a horrible job at that. I'll be honest. I was so shy. I didn't know how to do this. I was I felt so lost. <laughs> and um, But I went and I just... um. Even if I didn't film as much as I could have, I just being there watching this, just watching this tournament was so amazing. Like 16 women's team and 32 men's team all for a charity tournament that did not feel like a charity tournament. I was like, this is, this is way bigger than this charity is made out to be. And to see professional players make, you know, professional players and their friends make a team together and play against each other. And I remember meeting the, the owner of uh, a passion soccer boutique and he you know we were just talking almost the entire day and he was Gianni his name is Gianni and he was really nice and he I remember the one thing he kept telling me he's like you want to talk about soccer culture this is it this is it and I remember he kept saying that and I was like yeah you're totally right this is it this is how communities are made you know the women were equally respected by the men the men look men would go and watch the women's games and be like you know they would cheer they would boo just as the same way they would do with the men's game and it's like there's a level of respect between both genders where i found refreshing and amazing and the women were incredible to watch they were so much fun to watch i and just every game was fun i i never was never bored i was very impressed and all this through this podcast and i just never thought this would be a thing never never ever would ever think it would be like this so so that's cool <laughs> and yeah and then now like uh, on instagram I'm meeting more people and more people want to be a part of the podcast i'm now i'm planning to do a manchester united part uh, a season on manchester united fans and i've already have four names that definitely want to jump on it two of those people that want to be part of the podcast are not personal friends of mine these are people i met through uh social media because of soccer which i'm you know it's it's really great because the first season, I mean, the first season, it's about the same ratio. Uh, let's take a look. Yeah. Oh, 
biggest person I've met this year was definitely Yvonne de la Victoire. Like, if you want to talk about soccer community, especially in terms of creators, this is the guy. Yvonne is like a huge supporter of anyone who creates content online. He has his own, uh, I guess, uh, network for social media or for content creators uh, called uh, La Victoire Community Page, and it's uh, and it's really cool. You know, that's how this is also another way I'm connecting with other people, other creators as well who love soccer as much as I do. Yvonne was definitely a big plus for me, getting connected with a greater network of people. And going back to like last season, like half the people that I had on, Ganji, Greg, David Lee, are personal friends of mine that I've known for a long time. And then other people I've met through this, well, Abraham Yassin was a friend of a friend. And now he's a, a personal friend of mine now. And he's that was one of my favorite episodes, uh, episode 39 with Abraham Yassin. Fantastic. I really loved that one. I loved all of them, but that one was pretty good. But Yvonne, Ben Green, these are people I met through the soccer community of creators if you will and i thought that was really you know again through this podcast i keep seeing the same shit <laughs> so all this within a year and it just felt like i did a lot i'm being productive and it, it feels great I, n- I didn't know where this podcast would go and already just looking back in the last year it went from feeling very lonely and alone to being a part of something greater where people are listening and people are uh you know checking in Now, when I do these Instagram live, there's always people, regular people who come in all the time and listen, you know, like Aaron Hooper, another one I've been talking to a lot. And uh, Aaron, if you're listening, I'm definitely coming to Ottawa. We're watching Athletical Ottawa game because for soccer program, if I can't go to Europe, I'm definitely going to travel within Canada and the United States to watch games and see what the soccer culture is like within North America and see these stadiums and see the fans and see how they are in the games. And as a point of comparison with uh, Club de Foot Montréal and see what the atmosphere is like. Ottawa might be the Ottawa is definitely gonna be the easiest one to do because it's only two hours away, and I could definitely make that to a day trip. If not, stay overnight. You know, treat myself to a nice hotel, and so that's definitely gonna be a thing. And again, Aaron's always been uh, to all my live streams, and live streams is something I've been enjoying doing. It's always been fun. Always a lot of cool discussions happening on the live streams. A lot of people ask a lot of fun questions, and a lot of people are giving hot takes that we talk about on the live stream. Then I post that on this channel on Spotify, and that I've been enjoying. Even some of my friends in Montreal have, you know, uh, not just in Montreal, but a lot of my personal friends have been coming to my live stream and leaving comments and leaving their thoughts, like Kevin Vidal who lives down the street from me and he comes in and just, you know, leaves his thoughts and he joins in a conversation. And that's been a lot of fun for myself as well. You know, and anyway, so all this to say, like, look at the past year, really cool. And I, and the reason why I'm here is because of my friend Kirabel. Every time I talk about my podcast, I can never not mention Kirabel. He's the one who's helped me start this up. He's the one who's helped me on a technical side. He's the one who's introduced me to the different softwares to use and in terms of hardware stuff, I got to thank my friend uh, Marco, Marco Vidal, and he's uh, Muggy Smiles. Check out his music on Spotify. He's the one who's like, get, he always told me, get this mic, get that mic. Use, you could use this software with that software. He's always the one that encouraged me to do this. But most importantly, when it comes to this podcast, I got to thank Kirabel. He was always the one that kind of pushed me and always told me, he's like, yo, man, just don't be scared to do this. Just do it, man. He's like, just do it and don't worry. It's it doesn't matter if it's good or not right now. It the point is is that you need to make it it will get better over time. That's the goal of this. And that's really what stuck with me. And 
So Kirbo, if you're listening, thank you so much, man. Like it's, this sounds like an award, this sounds like a, an award speech when I'm really not trying to make this into an award speech. What the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, looking back on the year and it's, it's been good. If there's any criticism that I have for myself, I feel like I could do more. I could definitely do more. I just need to, um, just, I guess not be so lazy. I mean, it doesn't, doesn't look like I'm being lazy, but I feel like I could do more. I feel like I should be doing more maybe move to video format. I, I I had some friends that tell me that maybe you should make this to more video format because audio is great and all, but there's a, if you want to tap into a wider mainstream audience, go to video, which is probably something I should start thinking about right now. Yeah, that's for sure. If I'm thinking about how the next year will be, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how this next year will be. I can put on goal, put out goals, but I don't want to disappoint myself when I don't, if when I think, I might think it might be a realistic goal, but it might be a might actually be unrealistic who knows maybe that's a negative way of thinking but i'm hoping that the next year with this podcast i can make it grow whether it's making it to video format move into video format or to get in bigger guests bigger names that would be amazing and also actually do physical traveling and start recording this podcast on the road that would be really fun i for me at least that'd be a lot that'd be a lot of fun bring two mics with me uh, if I can't get anyone else, I'll just speak, to, you know, I'll just speak, do a solo episode and talk about my experience at the games. And if I can find someone to talk to about the games, let's say if I go to LA and go check out the LAFC game, I'll talk to them and be like, Hey, what did you think? Like, what did you think of the atmosphere? what do you think about the game itself? What did you think about the fans? You know, what do you think about the stadium? Cause the bank of California stadium in LA, it looks amazing. Is it bank of California? I think it's called bank of California. But anyway, so that's kind of why I see the, the next year for this podcast going. Get, you know, bigger names, more guests, perhaps move to video format. And if you were to ask me what is the end goal of this podcast is to continue to be a podcast, like I said in the beginning, monetizing, make it this to a career or make it this career, get paid off. This would be lovely. But also I envision this podcast into a TV show. I could see this be a travel TV show. Some of my friends are like, why don't you vlog? And I find it really awkward. I tried doing that once at the futsal tournament, uh, maybe make it to a vlog style, and I was just, just cringing at myself the entire time I tried doing it. But maybe I need to get over that fear and just, just say, fuck it, do it, you know? But that is that is my vision, is that I do want this to be a genuine, legit travel show where I, as a traveler and TV presenter, go to these venues. Not just venues, but actually just go to, go to stories, you know? I remember talking to Ganji. I don't remember if we talked about it in the episode last, but he told me about this one part of Rwanda where, yeah, there's one part of Rwanda for whatever reason, there's a high school in this one part of Rwanda where they just produced all of the best soccer players who were later on to go play for the Rwanda national team and go play professionally, whether within Rwanda, other parts of Africa or in Europe. And he always said, they always, all of them always seem to come out of this one high school that has an amazing sports program. And for me, Soccer Pilgrim is not just going to these big professional games and stadiums, but also going to these grassroots communities and exploring these soccer stories. That's kind of where I envisioned this Soccer Pilgrim to be because pilgrimages don't always... When you go on pilgrimages, you go to these nice big uh, temples and cathedrals. I mean, yes, that's a part of it. But pilgrimages should also take you to the off the beaten path to smaller places where it connects you to your spirituality, to a deeper sense. It, could, it takes you closer to God because there's, some, there's something magical happening here that isn't in the facade of an amazing 
a marble church. You know, it could be a small little cave with a small little shrine, not a lot of people, but that is a pilgrimage. You go to these places, you know, and that's you do the same with soccer. You go, you, you know, you go to these small places that often been path that people don't often think about, but there's a compelling story to uncover there. That's how I envision it. To, this podcast to be in the future. I hope it does. I hope it reaches there. But it takes work and it takes networking. And if the next if the next year goes any better than this year, then I feel confident it could get to where I want it to be. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Uh, but you gotta work hard and graft, as they say in England. I also want to give out a mention or shout out to the Just Offside podcast. Meeting them, they're really, really cool guys. And we just did an episode of on the Darby cast with them and we were on their podcast, the Just Offside podcast. And both episodes were incredibly fun. They were amazing. Shout out to them. Shout out to Mike and Keith. They've been they've been incredible. Those are the two other guys that I'm glad that I've met through uh the podcast and through Darby Cast. But anyway, that being said, thank you for listening to this reflection of the past year and award ceremony speech like thank you to all these random people <laughs> but i felt like it was necessary because i am forever indebted to the people who come up, come on this journey with me and who've been a major influence on this path that i'm on so thank you to everyone uh who's been there thank you to everyone who's been listening thank you to everyone who's given me feedbacks thank you to everyone who's just been incredible really uh i i guess i'll just wrap it up the same way as i usually do usually do so thank you for being an audience from montreal my name is jason kim This is Soccer Pilgrim. Thank you.